to speak to Anthony west of the Rockies, call toll-free 1-800-618-8255. East of the Rockies, dial 1-800-825-5033. Or call Wildcard Line at 1-818-501-4109. Here is Anthony Anderson. The reason for the deception, the lies, this is what they don't want you to know. Bread comes from wheat. This show is all about saving you dough. Toast. It's in every home and on every table in the country. We eat it every day, but but did you know? This is going to be hard to accept, I know but reputable former Toast insiders are bravely speaking out. Toast is cooked bread. And there's a dial on the side of every toaster in America, and you can change that bread into any shade that you want. It's within your power, but the elites don't want you to know it. The best thing since sliced bread but is it? As we grasp at victory, there is a cancer, an evil tumor, growing, spreading in our midst. Shout! Shout! Shout out his name! Mad Dog and Anthony Anderson, woke up! Woke up! I think the real enemy is not Donald Trump. It's not even Joe Biden. It is the deep state that at least Donald Trump attempted to take on. And if you want somebody who's going to speak truth to power, then vote for somebody who's going to speak the truth to you. That January 6th now does look like it was an inside job. That the government lied to us for 20 years about Saudi Arabia's involvement in 9-11. That the great replacement theory is not some grand right-wing conspiracy theory. That the 2020 election was indeed stolen by big tech. That the 2016 election was also one that was stolen from him by the national security establishment (laughs) that actually put up the Trump-Russia collusion hoax that they knew was false. There's a reason why I'm the only person on the stage who can say these things. I'm sorry, you're fired. Get out of here. This is only Hi, Karen. The first trans woman to have an abortion. Everybody understands. Don't think you can get on a plane or a train yeah. beside vaccinated Vaccine. people and put them at risk. Get woke, man. Get woke. Yeah, dummy. They hate our freedom. There will be no loyalty. Many of you have accepted the situation of your imprisonment. Always. Too bad for you. And will die here like rotten cabbages. Sometimes I. The moral to be drawn from this dangerous nightmare situation is a simple one. Don't let it happen. It depends on you. Forever. Come on. It's time to walk up with Mad Dog and Anthony Anderson on All Hits AM. 
Welcome to the Game Woke Up Podcast. This is Anthony Anderson. And I'm Mad Doug Deschamps. And uh, today we're welcoming a very special guest, a returning guest mm-hmm. to the GameWokeUp.com podcast, author John C.A. Manley. Hello, John. Great to hear from you, John. Can you tell us a bit about what you've been uh, working on lately? Actually, I should be working on the sequel to Much Ado About Corona. I was for, for about a year, and then I had a little short story <laughs> that I had uh, written 20 years ago that I thought, I'm going to get this done, get it out, take a little break from the sequel to Much Ado About Corona. Mm-hmm. It's a post-apocalyptic uh, story set about 20 years in the future, set both in uh, northern Canada and northern Norway, uh, where the entire human race has gone into virtual reality metaverse type situation and it's about mm-hmm. the first human to come back out to a world that's largely been destroyed and is being run by robots. So I, I thought that was going to just be a little project and the 20,000 word short story has grown into a 50,000 word novella but I'm looks like it'll be out by the new year and I can get back to working on the sequel to Much Ado About Corona. Oh, great. A lot of people are going to be very upset if I delay it any longer. Well, that actually brings me to my first question. What, what's happening with uh, COVID-19 uh, coronavirus? Uh, yeah, you're, It's you're still the, around? You're the expert on the topic. I mean, so, I mean, well, the expert on the, on the topic that isn't, you know, isn't really a thing because I don't actually believe in coronavirus. Mad Doug. Okay. Yeah. It's not a real thing. Right. John, are you with me on this? It's a it's a series of symptoms rather than an actual an actual thing that ever has been isolated. Now, John, maybe you can correct me on this, but I don't know. Well, that's my agreement. I, I'm Thank totally you, John. in agreement with you there. If anything, I think COVID nineteen is a psychological illness that Ooh. people are suffering. I mean, I just came back from a musical rehearsal today where they all started wearing masks again. I mean Mad Dog. I know you know this might be make you happy, but yeah, we have a cast of like forty people, and only three or four of us weren't wearing a mask. I'm wearing a mask right now, and I brought one for Anthony, and yeah. he. Um, I used it. Yeah. In the bathroom, I couldn't find I couldn't find <laughs> right. any toilet paper. Right. Who? Who goes? You go to somebody's house. You think they'd have toilet paper out and ready to go? There was no toilet paper. What do you want me to do? Well. John, I mean... I had to can 95 it, buddy. John, I mean, this, you know, um, I, I, I hear what you're saying, and I disagree with both of you, but um, there's, you know, a lot of stories now about, speaking of bathrooms, a lot of uh, high levels of coronavirus in wastewater. Mm-hmm. Uh, how do you dispute that? What is that? What is this wastewater study? It's uh, a waste of money. Uh... <laughs> exactly, I mean, exactly, John. Has coronavirus not been around before COVID-19, what they call a coronavirus? I mean, it was just a common cold, so why wouldn't they be finding coronaviruses in toilet water? And I think the better question is, why are they looking? Right. Yeah, kind of gross. So where has so where has the uh, where has the virus gone? So I mean, we're hearing more about like about virus X now and like the research. <laughs> is, is that from Twitter? Yeah, it's from Twitter. Yeah, it's, it's the Twitter virus. No, really, they're calling it Virus X or New yeah. COVID. New COVID, which is a bit like New Coke, except Bill Cosby is not endorsing this. <laughs> they have not they have not con- contacted him for some weird reason. I don't know what that is, but he's not behind the new the new uh, COVID. Do you think No. So so the people at your rehearsal they were wearing masks. So how did they look upon the unmasked? What did they say to you guys? Nothing, which was rather nice. Uh 
If anything, I thought they looked a little envious. Yeah. I don't think most of the people there wanted to wear a mask. The uh, director recommended that uh, people, they said, because so many people are getting ill right now, the least we could do is all wear a mask. So it was kind of guilt tripped them, I think, into it. Mm. And uh, I don't think most of them wanted to wear a mask, and they just did it because they were told that, you know, the least they could do for their fellow man, you know, playing the altruist card. Yeah. This seems I to be. The altruist card. This seems to be what it's uh, really come down to is guilt guilting people into uh, mm -hmm. complying right i hope we can uh guilt people the other way if we're going to guilt people anyway like did you hear what's happening in switzerland with uh, pascal najati no 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 what's happening he's if you don't know who he is i i, I didn't know who he was until a week ago he's the uh, son of the world economic he's the son of the co-founder for the world economic forum mm -hmm. okay uh, hussein uh, najati najati left the world economic forum soon after forming it because he was disgusted with Klaus schwab mm -hmm. uh his son and his um surviving mother they both got three covid pfizer shots and they're now terminally ill and he's um sued Pfizer's through the New York Supreme Court. He's also suing the president of Switzerland, saying that the president knowingly was endorsing a bioweapon. And he's, I'm not sure how he's put it through the court system, but he's requesting from the, um, the Swiss government, basically, he's put a court order in to have both the WEF, the WHO, Gavi, which are all in Geneva, and then several big pharma and big tech companies that are operating in Switzerland, all arrested for what he's saying is distributing a bioweapon weapon to 5.7 billion people quite clearly calling it uh, democide i had to look that up the first time i heard democide you guys know what democide is i assume right no no okay not me. yeah uh democide's uh death by government oh okay right because you know like democracy democracy democratic yeah, death yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I don't yeah, know yeah, it's yeah. uh yeah, and he's actually said quite clearly, like, uh, quite a, a moving statement he's put out where he says, you know, the Swiss are hosting advocates of, uh, for this global humanity injection, a bioweapon that's injecting nanolipids, which are, we now know and always knew, nanolipids were always considered toxic. So even just the lipid, you know, the, the capsule that the mRNA information is being injected into people with, that has always been labeled as a toxin. And then, of course, what's inside it's a toxin. So we got, you know, the spikes of toxin or whatever really is in the thing. But anyways, he's saying it's just intolerable the fact that the Swiss government is hosting and giving um, diplomatic immunity to Bill Gates and Klaus Schwab and all these other guys who have basically, as he said, injected humanity with a poison. Well, I don't, I don't know about you, John, but the only thing that I want injected into me from anything to do with the Swiss is chocolate. <laughs> Straight into my thighs. You know what I'm saying? Right to the thighs. You're listening to Woke Up, now broadcasting in regions 1, 2, and 3 of the Global Gulag. And I have to say, um, when I mention our names, like this Merkel, um, even uh, Vladimir Putin, and so on, they all have been young global leaders of the world economic forum. But... Um, what we are very proud of now is a young generation like uh, Prime Minister Trudeau. I will know that we penetrate the cabinets. I will know that half of this cabinet or even more half of, uh, half of this cabinet 
are for our actually young global leaders of the world. Right. Well, John, a couple of weeks ago, our uh, our wokes woke experts woke experts oh sorry our woke experts woke over experts. at uh, getwokeup.com uh, put together a little quiz, and uh, we'd like to ask you a couple of questions on this uh, quiz oh. to see how much of a conspiracy theorist you are. Sure, I'd, I'd, I'm, I, I think I'd be fine with that. I don't know. Uh, are there a no lot police of police repercussions? I don't think so. Are there a lot of conspiracy theorists? I was reading you were telling me about something in the the press about uh, how dangerous it is that Canadians are conspiracy theorists now, man. It's saying that uh, conspiracy theories are popular in Canada, especially among conservatives. Oh. And uh, just skimming through this article I'm uh, because I'm behind, it's behind a paywall, mm, and uh, yeah, I don't have a subscription. Um, they're saying uh, I saw Flat Earth and JFK. So, <laughs> okay, so that's what you could get to before the paywall. <laughs> well, there's no paywalls on you know where, Mad Doug. Getwokeup.com. That's right. So, without further ado, or much more ado, here's John's responses to our quiz. So, John, we're gonna throw some at you here and uh, see what you respond. Now, there's gonna be. I'm gonna give you some options. Okay. You always knew that COVID-19 was. A, manufactured in a Chinese biolab. B, never existed and was just the flu, rebranded. Or C, a test run for the global elite to great reset the medical industrial complex, a technocracy state with climate lockdowns, transhumanism, slavery, and also why I gained 10 pounds. Well, I definitely say B and C, and I definitely negate A. You negate I, A. I don't believe the Wuhan story at all. I think that's a red herring. But John, the bats. John, the bats. They're having bat soup. No? Well, that's not the Wuhan. That's not the lab, yeah. lab week theory, is it? Oh, I thought they were one and the same. I thought the no, bats had to do with... No, no, no. I thought they were getting Chinese takeout and they were getting the bat soup and then going back to the lab and then having the bat soup. I thought you it was thought, all one thing. You thought, like, the bats were, like, Uber drivers? Yeah. Or Uber Eats well, or something? Well, they were delivering the, oh. the bat soup. Yeah. Okay. It's in the same neighborhood, right? That's a better story. I like it. Let's go yeah. with that. I mean, China's small, right? It's so, pretty it's small, tiny. yeah. So... Yeah. It makes sense that the only that like the bioterrorism lab is right in the middle of the town where they're making the bat soup, right next to the wet market. Right. Yeah. Moving on now. Okay. <laughs> All right. You tell them what's the next one, Matt? Well, we're gonna uh, uh, go back in time here, um, about uh, twenty years. Nine eleven. Nine eleven was caused by a terrorist from Central Casting who hate our freedom. B, the deep state with the goal of creating a reason to occupy countries with delicious, delectable oil. Mm, yummy or oil. C, a poorly rendered computer-generated plane, 16 office floors of TNT, and the Pentagon misplacing $2.3 trillion. Well, I definitely say B. The deep state. Open mm-hmm. to C, though I'm rather more akin to uh, Judy Wood's explanation that it wasn't even TNT, but... What does Judy actual... Wood What does Judy Wood say it was? Mm. She well, she actually provides enough evidence to show that, but she provides a convincing presentation of evidence that they were actually using some type of device that's much more advanced than we're aware of that actually vaporized the building, which would explain why there was no rubble when the you know the building collapsed and there was no register. Like they have machines in New York that track for earthquakes, and there was no indication that a building collapsed. Huh on the uh what the richter scale type measurements right so her theory is and if you actually look at the way when you see the building go it does look like it's just turning into smoke 
And it would also explain why, you know, you hear these stories of the firefighters who were in the basement or the bottom floor, and this whole building collapsed on them and they survived. Hmm. So there's a lot of weird things there that I'm not even too sure the TNT stories um, as uh, true, that it, it could actually have been something far more advanced. Hmm. Uh, whether it's TNT or some laser beam from space, I don't know, but uh, whatever we heard, the story just doesn't make sense. When the conspiracy becomes the reality, it's time to question reality. Winston Churchill. Savage, uncivilized, wild. Those are just some of the racialized anti-Neanderthal terms slung like monkey poop at poor caveman Joe. Until Canada's first black prime minister, Justin Trudeau's employment equity laws evolved this prehistoric man into a big city radio DJ. Welcome again, everyone, and thank you to our community stakeholder guest, Ria Thethethamorthapam from the Jahari Temple for her reading of our land acknowledgement. Let's introduce herself, shall we? I'll start. My name is Anthony Anderson, as you all know. I'm from the afternoon drive slot. I go by the pronouns he, him, and I'm wearing a blue shirt. Mad Doug? Anthony, thanks. My name is Mad Doug, and I go by the pronouns it was, and I'm wearing an end the mandates t-shirt. For the record, I lost a bet to Anthony, and I'm actually pro-mandates. 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 Mad Doug, who's that? Oh, that's Caveman Joe. Caveman Joe? Yeah, he's the new guy. Did he just take a dump on the rug? It's a diversity hire, Anthony. Oh, but he's not wearing any clothes. We have to be sensitive to his religious and cultural beliefs. It would be nice if he wore pants, though. Stick around! Caveman Joe will be unga bunga back. <laughs> the government is controlling your thoughts by A. Voice to skull technology B. Restrictive laws, media censorship, and the rampant propaganda that we see before us C. Polypropylene glycol and the fluoride in the water Or D. That sound that Netflix makes You know? Ta-dum! That one Ta-dum! <laughs> yeah, well, I definitely say B and C and I'm open to A and D And uh, I have two distillers in my kitchen and I make sure I get all the fluoride and anything else out of the water I don't trust it, mm, and mm-hmm. uh, I sleep with, uh, this This is tinfoil me completely, I, I literally sleep with uh, uh, aluminum, one of those aluminum emergency blankets draping the window uh, beside my bed, partly just because I found every time I do it, I sleep better, so it's, you know, kind of trying to be scientific about it too, but I, I don't I, want them I think they, my dreams. I think they look super sexy on the sheets, but what's the scientific reason for wearing the, or for using the aluminum uh, bed sheets. Basically, it stops signals from coming through. I, I, I principally been using it for you know Wi-Fi and cell phones and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And I've had a meter come in, and uh, this ex-police officer in my town, he goes around and uh, checks people's houses out and shows them how much radiation, uh, microwave radiation, they're getting hit with. And the the blankets definitely work, and they're not expensive. You can just buy them at a dollar store. So what else you got? What else you got there to throw at John? Oh, uh, going you know going way back in time over 
more than uh, 50 years ago, uh, you know that the 1969 moon landing was A, a PSYOP, B, Stanley Kubrick's 2001 A Space Odyssey cutting room floor outtake, or C, proven fake by a magical interdimensional elf who escaped from a secret government DUMB underneath the pyramids and now works for WikiLeaks reporting directly to the current president, Donald Trump. That's a good one. That's a good question. What do you yeah, think, John? Yeah, well, the, the last option with the elf, I have totally new one to me, so I, I can't really comment that I have uh, reviewed the evidence, but I'd be happy to uh, explore that one. I'm much more inclined to see. I Actually, I think the moon landing was what kind of got me down the uh, conspiratorial rabbit hole because oh, I used to be... Before I was a writer, I used to be an art student in uh, Florence, Italy. I worked there for two years, and I just happened to have uh, saw someone selling on the street these posters from the moon landing, and I just had a look at them after having studied light and shadow for so long. And I immediately looked at these, and I said, this is, the light and shadows don't make any sense. Started exploring the moon landing more, and just so much of it doesn't make sense. I, I don't think there's any possibility that if they did go to the moon, well, none of the footage they provided us with made any sense. And I always love the question, you know, who was the first man to land on the moon? And the answer is? Well, people say it's Neil Armstrong, but the real answer is it was Neil Armstrong's cameraman. Ah, right. It doesn't oh, make yeah. so I, that's just Stanley Kubrick. <laughs> right. Yeah, Stanley, Stanley Kubrick, Kubrick was the first yeah. one to... I thought you um, were going to see a chimp, but... <laughs> yeah, what happened to all those chimps they sent up there? Yeah, I thought they were well, the first. <laughs> he was still there. <laughs> or maybe it was that elf you were talking about. Oh, here's this isn't on the quiz, but do you know what a, the, uh, a DUMB stands for? DUMB, no. Deep Underground Military Bunker. Huh. Yeah, apparently they're spread out all across the states and Canada as well. Deep, you know, secret little hideaways for all the uh, all the big wigs to go and uh, you know hide out with Bill Gates for when the end times come. Hmm. Yeah. And when's yeah. that supposed to be? Last week. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Just checking. Yeah, because they always get it right, the conspiracy theorists. Well, there's a lot of, uh, we were discussing this earlier, John, there's a, uh, you know, a lot of censorship going on uh, on the, uh, the popular social platforms mm-hmm. these days. In fact, Anthony and I get uh, content removed. All the time. Yeah, pretty regularly. Yeah, uh, even just the other day from TikTok for mentioning Alec Jones's name, it was gone. Wow. Yeah, we played we played his new video game and we did a review on it, and that was removed for hateful censorship. I'm not sure if they didn't like how we discussed the gameplay or <laughs> what was hateful exactly about the review. But uh... so, uh, John, uh, how about UFOs? Let's get to this. Okay, UFOs, you ready? The best UFO cover-up is A. Roswell, New Mexico, 1947. That's a good one. B. The Shag Harbor Incident in Nova Scotia. C. A nice big snuggly blanket that night that it was cold. Get it, UFO cover-up? UFO I, cover-up. I haven't heard about the uh, one in Nova Scotia. Yeah. Look into that one. That sounds interesting. Man. Can you elaborate on that one, Anthony? On the Shag Harbor incident? The, there's a place called Shag Harbor in Nova Scotia. In, uh, it's not the kinky one. Your uncle from the East Coast told you about? No, it's not that. It's not that. It's not that shag harbor. I mean, he's a caveman. I mean, why is he here? I don't get it. He's a caveman. How dare you? Oh, hey, Gelman. Don't oh, hey, Gelman me. Are you saying there's no place for people who identify as being from the Paleolithic era? 
I, oh, God. Is he bearing raw meat onto the reception desk? He has special dietary needs. He's eating fresh meat on the conference table. This radio station believes in diversity. He killed Bambi! Oh, what's that smell, Anthony? Well, your boyfriend, Cape Man Joe, just took a shit outside the bathroom. Did he piss on my cubicle? He's marking his territory and asserting his dominance. Why would he do that? Well, technically, he is your supervisor. Stick around! Caveman Joe will be unga bunga back. <laughs> okay, here's a heavy one, John. It's a little bit, it's a little bit scary. You okay? All right, here. Okay, the Antichrist is yeah a just a misunderstood morning star b the root of all evil and sin on god's earth c recommended for you on tiktok or d the wife of the uncle christ i like the i like i like c there because i think tiktok's pretty evil so i I think it would be a good home for the antichrist well aside from us getting banned off of tiktok all the time what what in your mind makes tiktok evil john as far as i understand the platform is based on i think two minute limit videos but they actually find the most popular videos about 35 seconds so i think it's just feeding into people's inability to actually do anything anything with their life or um have an attention span longer than an ad's orgasm so to me, it seems a very destructive place to go, and I've I've visited it a few times, and I'm re relatively shocked by the, um, the degrading nature of what people are willing to put up there about their own life. So I, I just think the whole thing is probably one of the most brilliant weapons the Chinese have ever developed to destroy uh, civilized culture and just turn people into a bunch of mindless, uh, not just mind. I don't really want to say mindless, but it's just this, this sense where they feel that. Putting up a video with them lip-syncing to some song while they dance in their underwear is... We actually had that happen in our city. A crossing guard is, is currently on trial because the students found out that she has videos on TikTok where she's dancing in her underwear and pouring uh, menstrual blood on her body. And that's the crossing guard on TikTok. So that's all I have to say about TikTok. It's, yeah, Antichrist is there. Oh, so, sorry, sorry, hang on. I uh, I trailed off there. I was looking up crossing guards, sexy crossing guards on TikTok, dancing around with menstrual blood all over the... Sorry, I lost my I lost my train of thought. TikTok, you got me. TikTok got me. John, how about this? You theorize that the Bohemian Grove ceremony inductees bring with them to the ceremony. This is what they bring with them to the ceremony, the creepy ceremony on the island with the, the statues and all the stuff. You know this. Okay, they bring a goat slash someone else's wife. B, a copy of the Satanic Bible. C, a comfy folding chair for when Klaus Schwab starts carrying on and on with all his stuff about eating bugs and cyborg. Or D, their Swiss bank account number. <laughs> well, I think that one's brilliant. A comfy folding chair for when Klaus Schwab starts carrying on and on with all his bug-eating cyborg crap. Those meetings gotta go on forever. I yeah, mean, that yeah. is. I could just see him sitting. I, I, I mean, in some ways, I don't know why we take this guy so seriously because it just looks completely insane. The stuff coming out of his mouth and yeah. that kind of garbled um, antichrist-type voice. So, I, yeah, that's about how I would. Uh, I love that one. That's brilliant. Well, that uh, that uh, is a good segue into. Uh, the next question, John.
John, um, JFK. JFK, John yeah. F. Kennedy. John F. Kennedy yeah. was assassinated Junior. by A, a Manchurian candidate, the Harvey Oswald, mm-hmm. B, the CIA, KGB, and Mafia. Mm, triple threat. C, time traveling space bankers. Space bankers. Or D, Marilyn Monroe's jilted ex lover, Bigfoot. Well, I, I like I like C and D a lot, but I'll probably lean towards B. I didn't know Marilyn Monroe had a thing going with Bigfoot. That's interesting. Oh yeah, they were hot. They were they were a hot item. Yeah, they were in the tabloids all the time. Well, you knew uh, I was uh, reading recently. Uh, Ted Cruz. Yeah, Ted Cruz. Ted yeah. Cruz. He's yeah. in a new movie called Lady Ballers, um, mm-hmm. which uh, GetWokeUp.com did a review of. Uh, mm-hmm. last John week. Jock Roll. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. And um, you know, Ted Cruz, uh, Donald Trump has uh, often accused Ted Cruz's father of being behind the JFK assassination. Yeah, it was around the same time that he told Ted Cruz his wife was ugly. <laughs> Not a conspiracy. <laughs> truth. That is truth. You truth are you? You truth are Mad Dog. But they're friends now. Oh, now they're friends. Now they're yeah. buddies. Yeah. Uh, John, what do you think of uh, any thoughts on uh, on RFK? On RFK Jr., the other famous Kennedy Jr., and how he's running for, or supposedly was running, last I heard, for the Democratic nom. Well, he's in- independent. He's independent now? Independent. Okay, he's independent now. Any any thoughts on him? Is he is he legit? He's a controlled opposition? What's going on with that guy? Not really sure with him. Like, I obviously uh, agree with 90% of what he has, uh, you know, his, the way he's speaking out against the vaccine. Mm-hmm. The COVID mandates and stuff, I don't agree with him on some certain technical points. Obviously, the work he's done through children's health defense has been outstanding, um, at least in defending children from vaccination. I, I'm kind of unclear why they're so quiet about not speaking out against the transgender movement, which I think is um, equally threatening children. But as far as his politics, I mean, standing behind a, Demo- a Democrat, promoting uh, socialists, essentially would amount to communist ideologies. I just can't agree with them. And um, that's where um, I'm very concerned because basically I see someone who is saying a lot of very wise things about um, the COVID and the vaccine agenda, but then is still promoting concerns about CO2 and also promoting what essentially is uh, stealing money from certain people. The government's stealing money from certain people and giving it to other people because they think it's um, the right thing to do. So just... what I'm what I'm getting from you here is that you're not going to buy his new Christmas album. I didn't know he had one. It's called Have <laughs> I Yourself. I might if it's good if he sings well. I'll have yourself a scratchy one. little Christmas. Have yourself a scratchy little Christmas. You know he's got the voice. <laughs> you know, Mad Doug. <laughs> oh, oh, the voice. <laughs> I'd much rather see uh, Ron DeSantis as president. But hey, I'll take I'll take yeah. RFK over and, Biden. And Ron DeSantis can dance too. I don't know if you know this. No, I didn't. Yeah, you can really cut a rug. But okay, well, you mentioned you mentioned in your last response you mentioned gender and you mentioned the whole transgender thing and how uh, RFK was not saying anything about that. So our next question is about gender, Bad Doug. Yeah, John, gender is a left wing disinformation that reduces a complex social issue of respecting an individual's true identity and lived experience to a money making Ponzi scheme. B, an artificial diversion made up by the elite to distract regular people with a fake culture war rather than have them start a class war see a scam made up by companies to sell more clothes cosmetics and terrible beer or d a reason to slice off your bits well i definitely would uh, i mean i think all of those um probably are right that's one thing i didn't like about your quiz you only let people choose one answer when uh 
you know, are us hardcore conspiracy theorists, we can't we can't be happy, which is one. That's a that's a good point. We'll have to work that into our next one. Yeah, yeah, there are many but options. I, I do kind of doubt the C so much. I I don't think it was a plan by um, you know merchants and companies to try to make money by. They were already make. I I think mm. they. I think if anything, they've been probably pushed into doing this and. They don't want to be, and or um, they're just taking advantage of an opportunity. But I'm I'm rather doubtful that it was a marketing strategy. Yeah. For making money. It seems kind of unlikely. I mean, I mean, how many like size twelve ladies pumps could they really sell? I mean, really, realistically, right? <laughs> yeah, I'm just talking about myself here. I mean, they've got big feet. You know what they mm-hmm. say about guys with big feet? Shoes. It's like a pretty shoes. risky venture. Big shoes. Big shoes. Big shoes. John, the oh, wealthy. What was the answer? What was the answer? Well, they're all right. Oh, you okay. heard John. Conspiracy theorists, they don't believe in anything. Okay. And they believe in everything. Am I right, John? <laughs> um, Cuts a little close to home, doesn't it, John? You could, I, 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 I don't know. It's, um, I, I'd say I, in some ways, well, that's why we call it a theory. Actually, yeah. I think in some ways you're quite right because it's the other side that's calling things facts. And uh, yeah, no, so, yeah, I'll go with that. Because that's why we call it a conspiracy theory. Mad Dog and Anthony Anderson. Woke up! Mad Dog, is that another dead carcass on your desk? Yeah. Gabe and Joe, can you please control your new roommate? Well, that lover boy is a wild man. He really likes you. I told him I only like Ukrainians. He just won't take Unga Bunga for an answer. He's just a romantic. A neo-romantic. Stick around. Caveman Joe will be unga bunga back. I, I know in some odd ways, I wonder sometimes if our all the conspiracy theories are um, just red herrings and the truth is so um, ridiculous or so diabolical that we wouldn't be able to handle it mm. or it's being hidden from us. I agree. Yeah. yeah. Okay, I've got another one here for you. The wealthy... An influential family, which is most responsible for introducing the purest form of evil through undue influence, is A. The Rothschilds, B. The Rockefellers, C. The Kardashians. That's another ABC one, I think. I, though I have to be honest, I, I've never actually ever even seen the Kardashians, so I, I probably shouldn't pass judgment on them. Um, I know very little about them. Actually, I know nothing. I just know that there's something I've never wanted to have anything to do with for some reason. They've got they've got really long necks, and they were the villains on Star Trek: Deep Space Nine. <laughs> yeah, and they've also that's... all been married to Kanye West at some point. <laughs> <laughs> Is that right? I think it sounds right. <laughs> Wait, we get, didn't get John's answer. What's John? What's your answer? Rothschilds, well, Rockefellers, like I, Kardashians. I, I definitely have A and B, and probably C, because <laughs> for some reason I always just felt like my life would be better if I didn't know who the Kardashians were. Mm-hmm. And I, it just seems like people are very obsessed with uh, them, and they probably shouldn't be because I don't think they offer much value or instruction to their life. But you know, definitely A and B. I've studied the history of the Rothschilds and the. With the Rockefellers, right? Yeah, right, right. Yeah, right. and I mean, obviously, they've had their tentacles into everything. And, I, um, you know, it, it's a question, too, of whether they're just, uh, if they're not as deep as it goes or not. But um, mm-hmm. definitely, um, definitely not a family. I'd, if they invited me over for dinner, I wouldn't uh, show up. We're still talking about the Kardashians, right? Oh, <laughs> uh, no, I was talking about the Rockefellers. And oh, the oh, Rockefellers. oh, right, yeah, okay, yeah. 
John, here we go. Uh, the secret Vatican archives. Do you know about these? I, I've I'm not asking if you've been. Them. I know you haven't been. I'm just, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. So you got an idea. So you theorize that those secret Vatican archives hold A, a big sign that reads, for God's sake, be quiet. B, the real Bible, as edited by Gene Pope, editor of the National Enquirer. Or C, every back issue of Golfer's Digest. Ah, uh, why, do, why do Catholic priests like golf a lot? Yeah. Everybody loves golf. Everyone loves golf. Oh, yeah. yeah. I didn't know that. I didn't know that. I kind of hope first I got the first sign in there. They please be quiet. Cause... Yeah, you got to concentrate, right, when you're in the yeah. library. Uh, yeah, I'm, sh I'm sure they don't let you stay in there very long unless they never let you leave. Oh, that's a possibility. Mad Doug, what's the? What are some of the the things that would be in the real Bible as edited by Gene Pope of the National Enquirer? Oh, you'd probably have a uh, top tips on preparing your table for the Last Supper, right? Yeah. Seeing summer sizzler BBQ skewers, mm, delicious. How to get Jesus hair? Mm-hmm. I would. Um, I think. I think it's the. I think it's the Enquirer. I think it's the the real Bible. John, what's your answer? You think it's the sign? I hope it's the sign. So that would, in some ways, you know, it would be nice if the Bible did have a few more practical step by step instructions. Yeah, practical like tips on how to, you can live better. Right. Yeah. Sometimes it's a little too metaphorical and yeah. controversial. It could have. You know, the world would have worked out a lot better if you know it was a little more didactic and just you know nothing about 144 elect and all that and just clearly told us what to do kind of like confucius did you know it's always been interesting if you look at like europe versus china you know china had relative peace in a very large land because they followed the precepts of confucianism where it was basically just how to treat people nicely and then europe was a bloodbath from and i think it was you know despite they were all christians and often catholics killing each other on a religion based about being treating your neighbor as you would treat yourself, so it's it's interesting. John, um, you ever been to Antarctica? No. Antarctica is really, having never been there, an ice wall that separates our flat earth from the extra terra, a secret passage to a country club where the reptilians and the Nazis chill out together in hot tubs, a literal Nazi, some sort of large landmass Nazi, I presume, mystery school education tax write-off, <laughs> or it's the South Pole. It's a tough one, John. Okay. It is, okay, because there's so much it. mystery around Antarctica. You know, the fact that there's like, I think there's eight or nine military alliances that are preventing anyone from flying over or even coming near to the uh, island, as they say it is. So there, there's a lot of uh, reason to be very suspicious. And mm -hmm. of course, the history with the Nazis having uh, gone, you know, you think the Nazis were bu busy enough before <laughs> World II that they didn't have time to go exploring Antarctica. They were busy guys, they yeah. that important. Yeah, filming all those movies with Indiana Jones. Like, how did they find the time to do everything? Yeah, well, that they, they seem to be very efficient. With I guess they're German. I mean, Germans are very efficient, but still. It's, uh -huh. uh, and then, you know, even to this day, it's like you want to take a flight from Argentina to Australia. The simplest way would just be fly over the South Pole. But no, you have to uh, fly up to, like, Dubai and or uh, Los Angeles and then take a connecting flight and come back down. And, you know, so there's... There's something up with the Antarctic. I, I don't know what it is, but I rather like the uh, the resort for the uh, Nazis and the reptilian aliens. That would be quite uh, that would be quite a painting. Mad Dog and Anthony Anderson woke up. Attention, duped masses! You're listening to Media Monarchy with James Evan Pilato. Much ado about Corona. Hey, remember. CastBot Talk 2.
Remember Manly? Much Ado About Corona, a novel about real love and a fake pandemic. But I was reminded of all of this by our buddies at GetWokeUp.com. They have a new interview with, with Manly from Much Ado About Corona, trans-vaccinated novel virus. Get Woke Up, Flip City, Media Bear, they are mad and cracked for this post-apocalyptic era, and they are all Media Monarchy members, and I love and appreciate them. You're listening to Media Monarchy with James Evan Pilato. Are we on the flat earth? John, are we on a flat earth? Well, I haven't been to Antarctica yet, so I can't tell you. Okay, fair enough. Well, you know, all this talk about uh, South Poles and North Poles and flat earths brings us to... There's only one flat earth. There's no flat earths. Final... Flat earth. Final question. Yeah, go ahead. You know that climate change is actually A, weather, B, a globalist UN plot to restrict human movement food consumption and population see a holographic simulation that greta thunberg has trapped us all in i love the last one uh, and uh but uh, yeah i'd say all three i thought those are very well worded um unfortunately i'm I don't, i'm curious to know how far they can pull it because i don't know it's sad because i'm surprised so many people um, fall for it at this point in time because i remember when i was in high school no high school elementary school in the early 90s we were being told that you know by this time the uh, toronto and new york and uh, vancouver and los angeles you know all these cities would be pretty much underwater and nothing has changed right i can't understand why people are still buying it Joan, we're going to have to interrupt you there. We're just getting a... uh, Our intern has just come in and uh, is uh, handing us the results of your quiz. Okay. All right. Anthony, would you like to uh, read out to John what he uh, scored? Let's see, John. John, you got 7 out of 14 correct. You are an Alex Jones bit-shoot fellow level conspiracy theorist. And that means that you knew years ago that they were turning the frogs gay, the government was spying on you through your phone, and the Bilderbergs were the literal Burger Kings of the NWO. You're tired, angry, and yell at your screen over the fake culture war BS just like they, the hierarchy enslaving you, want. GW prescribes you a chill pill for your butt hurt, sore throat, uh, instead of InfoWars supplements. Sorry, John. Gonna have to give you that prescription. I have to send that to you in the mail. Might take a while to get there because it's got to go by plane around the world because the world is flat, but they're pretending it's not. <laughs> not bad, though, John. That's middle of the pack. That's You only got one. You know, if you got a few more correct, you would have been like the ultimate level, the higher level. Mm-hmm. But that's pretty good, actually. That's, yeah. higher, that's higher than I scored. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'll take too. it as a badge of honor. I haven't actually done the quiz. You haven't done the quiz, no. I haven't no. done it. But, but you wrote the quiz. Uh... <laughs> Apparently not. Apparently not, no. Mad Dog and Anthony Anderson woke up? Anga Bunga. So, are you guys doing that business lecture at the high school? Yeah, Caveman Joe's just finishing up his speech on his tablet. (laughs) Is that a stone tablet? Gelman told me that every radio station in town has already hired all the other weird nationalities. The only diversity box that was left unchecked was cavemen. I mean, our competition has hired ancient displaced peoples from throughout time. Mesopotamians, Vikings, Egyptians. Uh, Anthony, Egyptians are from our time. No, ancient Egyptians. Like pharaohs and shit. 
Where did we find this guy? Jobslessjobs.com. Really? Uh, yeah, he's afraid of sharp things. Stick around. Caveman Joe will be unga bunga back. John, are there any good are there any good conspiracies that maybe were not on the quiz that you would like to share with our listeners? Well, I noticed you didn't mention chemtrails at all on there, so that's interesting. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, well, that's a... okay. Explain for our listeners a little bit, our normie friends who might have accidentally downloaded the podcast, what chemtrails are. Well, I wish I knew, but uh, I mean, obviously people see right. these trails coming out of the back of airplanes where the not your typical plane exhaust and they do this in a, like in my own city I, they just cut right across the whole city spin around on the once they hit the country and then come back again and they'll do this not every day and i've seen many days where it's totally clear in the morning and then this plane comes across does this little thing and, and i've been in the i lived in the country on the edge of the city at one point and i would see the plane turn around so it's not going anywhere it's the only purpose was to go over the city turn around and go back and leaving this trail which eventually fades out into um well of course i i guess too i've read recently that they, the governments have actually come forward in the minute now that they are doing geoengineering haven't they they actually yeah. it's not even a conspiracy at this point so maybe that's why it wasn't on your conspiracy theory list because it seems to be fact they actually said that they are trying to uh, reduce uh, solar radiation which is it sounds absolutely insane whether that's all they're trying to do obviously that does seem to be one of the effects because it does cause haze and then reduces the amount of sun hitting the earth so that we don't all you know, New York's underwater and all that. Right, yeah. Um, but I have, you know, obviously read that there seems to be certain chemicals in this exhaust that might not be too good for people either. Mm-hmm. I have heard more benign theories that it's just there to help Wi-Fi and cell phones work better, but I don't yeah, know if that's a benign theory. I think they've made the argument, too, that it is it is climate change, but don't worry, it's the good kind of climate change. We're making it rain when it's, you know, dry, or we're just, you know... We're just moving the clouds a little bit, just give you a brighter day. Explain why weather reporting has become so much more accurate than it was 20, 30 years ago. Yeah, yeah. or it could be that they're turning the frogs gay, you know. Yeah. Right? Yeah. What um, What else is up there for you, John? What is another big, you mentioned the moon landing, is that a big one for you? Yeah, well, actually, I, what really woke me was the, because um, my son's blind, and uh, I was always a big fan of the space station. I always thought it was just such an incredible thing being able to live up there on a space mm-hmm. station and everything. And so I would often, when my son got old enough and he couldn't see the videos, I would start narrating, you know, the videos that are available on the uh, NASA YouTube channel, you know, describing what mm-hmm. I saw on there. And mm-hmm. I would start, I don't know if it was because I was narrating it for him, not just narrating, but, you know, describing the scenes and so forth, that I started to notice things that I couldn't explain, like microphone, like passing a microphone in zero gravity to another guy and the microphone would disappear and then reappear as if it had been put in with CGI. Mm. The uh, the Bare Naked Ladies, did you see that one when um, Chris Hadfield played live with the Bare Naked Ladies in Toronto? The Bare Naked Ladies were in Toronto and he was on the space station oh, no. with his no. guitar. Mm. Uh, they were in the CBC studio, a very trustworthy place in Toronto. Mm. And they sang live in sync. Well, he's traveling apparently 12,000 miles an hour around the Earth and there was no time delay. Like they had a perfectly sync audio. Even though any other time we see them on the space station, there's like a three, four second delay. So yeah. I, the, the, the lineup of things that just don't make any sense about the uh, space station just become hard to ignore. Like I could produce a list of, 
I could talk, I could do a whole show for you on just all the things that I've observed on the space station that makes me believe that there is uh, no one up there. If it is up there at all, well, it could just easily be a hologram. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously people do see something, but I, I, especially too, if you just look at the design of the place, this is one that really bugs me. You know, it's these long tubes in space, mm-hmm. you know. Why do they have long tubes? Like, what's the purpose of having a long tube like that separating each compartment mm-hmm. when they claim that there's all this debris flying through space trying to rip holes in the thing? You'd want to make it as compact as possible, like a submarine. And then on the inside, they got no airlock doors. Everything's open space, you know? So one little hole shows up in that thing, the air's going to be sucked out. Well, so in a submarine, you know, every, like, 10 feet, they have to open a door and close a door and seal I, it shut. I don't, I don't know. Are you sure about that, John? Because I saw a movie with George Clooney and Sandra Bullock where they're on the space station, and there were definitely airlock doors in between the compartments. And I assume that it was shot on the space station, so, I mean... Well, then I, real, I can't correct right? it or float correct it. You yeah. float correct it, if gravity's real. Yeah. Are you sure George Clooney was in that movie? Pretty sure. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Was it somebody else? I don't know. I've seen all George Clooney movies, and I don't remember seeing that one. I don't think George Clooney... Does he even act still? Does he still do anything? Are you suggesting he's AI or something? No. Oh. No. Okay. Just that his wife makes him stay home or something. Oh. Yeah, she seems quite domineering. John, can you offer any insight <laughs> in George, uh, what George, George Clooney's George up to these days? Yeah, in his marital life. Is he cucked? I have no idea. Yeah, this, yeah me neither. That's... Sorry, I'm not a... Not a You're not a Clooneyologist? I'm a novelist. I, I tend to read novels. I haven't seen a movie in like 18 months. Yeah, you're not missing much, John. <laughs> That's you're how not, I usually feel after I see a much. movie. John, um, before we let you go here, can you tell our listeners how they can get a hold of your book, Much Ado About Corona, A Love Story, and uh, where they can find you online? Well, both places would be blazingpinecone.com, and you can head over there, and there's a free preview of the novel, so you can check out the prologue in Chapter 1 and see if you can't stop reading. Usually once people get to the end of Chapter 1, they want to know what happened in Chapter 2, and that's my evil plan to get them to actually buy the book. Um, but if would you just say it's a conspiracy, John? Would you say it's a conspiracy to get them to read? Yeah, it is a, it is a conspiracy. Mm-hmm. It's a conspiracy fact, and mm-hmm. I'm, I'm quite open with it. It's, and I think it's necessary. I, one of the things we're lacking in the uh, world right now is um, where we are dealing with these conspiracy theories in an entertainment format. The left has been very good. The, the woke industry is magnificent at injecting all their ideologies into both novels and especially movies and TV shows. And I think that... Um, us on the other side need to start doing that more so I encourage people to give the novel a try at uh, blazingpinecone.com and my uh, the All the Humans Are Sleeping is coming out soon so you'll be able to also get a free sample of that over there there's a newsletter there you can sign up for otherwise I don't really do anything on all the other social media stuff especially I'm not on TikTok but I got an email newsletter that goes out three times a week and uh, people don't unsubscribe so I must mean they like it Will you're doing better than us yeah they, they love to unsubscribe to us they love it they love yeah. the newsletter they love to unsubscribe seems to be a pastime to yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> Okay, John. Well, thanks a lot for joining us today, and thank you for sharing your conspiracy fact knowledge with our listeners. Thanks, John, and uh, we look forward to uh, seeing your new book and uh, having you back on the show. On the, well, we can't. Uh, we can't though. Why? Because the earth, the earth ended last week. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, John, good luck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hadn't heard that conspiracy theory. Oh wow. Yeah. That changes everything. Sure does. 
Well, it was nice knowing you guys. It's nice knowing it. you. And spending the too. last week of the Earth after the Earth is already uh, this pulse. I guess we're all in purgatory. I think we're in a simulation right now. In all Greta Greta Thunberg. Greta Thunberg simulation. Yeah. You're trapped there. Trapped. That's why it rained today instead of snow, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Okay. You've been listening to Woke Up with Mad Doug the Champ and Anthony Anderson. Our producer is Toby Gelman with sound design by Rash Klinger. This is Johnny Just. This is Johnny Just. Reminding you that big business, big pharma, and the government, and the government, all in this together. 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 They're saying it's all grain, but there's only 12 grains on the package. Are you trying to tell me there's only 12 grains? The government expects us to believe that. Well, I've got a question for you. What grains are they hiding? If you went to China, do you know how many grains there are in China? I don't know. I don't speak Chinese. But I can tell you that they have a different bread there. It's small. And it's white. Get this. They cook it in a pot. These are secrets that Big Bread doesn't want you to know. Looking down on us from their high grain towers. Tossing us crumbs. Next week, Hillary Clinton's connection with... Not now, Caveman Joe. I mean, do they even have bread in caveman times? Unga bunga. Welcome to Cooking with Johnny Jock and my assistant, Anthony Anderson. How you doing, Anthony? Hey, I'm great. What are we going to be cooking today, Johnny? That's a great question. We're cooking eggs. Oh, great. I love eggs. I love eggs, too. Please don't interrupt me, Anthony. Sorry about that. All right. Grab those eggs for me. Okay, here we go. Okay, I got the egg. Okay, here we go with the eggs. What's the first thing we need to do? So the first thing we're going to do, we're going to crack them. Okay, crack them up. Okay. Now, now, what is there? Is there a cooking term for this? For what we're about to do with these eggs? Well, usually we call them cracking, but in DJ Johnny Jock's kitchen, we call it demoralization. Okay, demoralization. Okay, I am demoralizing the eggs. Yeah, okay. get those eggs demoralized. Okay. They're, they're, whoa, they, they really are cracked no, open. They are no longer a shell of themselves. They're no longer full. They're no longer whole. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Imagine society without a shell. Now, Isn't that insane? What do we do after we've cracked the eggs? Oh open, my, After well, we've de- demoralized them, we're gonna put those eggs in a bowl with a fork and then we're gonna mix them up we can wait, call wait, it wait a second that sounds kind of that sounds kind of violent Johnny. it is violent we're gonna destabilize those eggs okay all right oh I'm, man okay. we're gonna mix them up i'm initiating the uh destabilization here we go yeah get in there get in there destabilize those eggs okay. Okay. you know first let's uh, wow well anthony's destabilized yes we're gonna talk about the demoralization of eggs you know the shell is just protective coating for the reality that society's on a downhill plummet Anyways, how is that destabilization? Okay, I am done destabilizing. What is next? I'm so excited. These eggs are going to be delicious. We we need some cream. We need some cream. I got... uh, Oh, I I didn't... didn't, Anthony. I didn't... uh, I made... I made a list very specific to get the cream. The Mad Duck was supposed to get the cream. Okay, now we're in crisis mode. All right. So we need... What do we do? 
We don't have we don't have cream. I, I got I got to think. Johnny Josh got to think right now. You know what? We're gonna eat these eggs. We already. How about how about some water? We can replace we can replace the cream with some water. No, that sounds kind of like a like a crisis like solution. It it is a crisis solution, and maybe we can water down the eggs just like society's watered down our thoughts. We've already demoralized it, destabilized the eggs, and now we're going to water down the eggs. Yeah, it's a crisis point. We can get through it. Okay, what are we gonna do next? We're gonna cook the eggs. Cook the eggs. I mean, I guess, I mean, I guess it'll be fine. It'll be totally fine. Okay. Heat up that frying pan. Throw those eggs in there. Well, I mean, okay, well, okay, okay, and uh, okay, and they're cooked. They're cooked. Uh, they're they're, ready well, to go. well, you're gonna mix them right now while I talk to the people. Okay. You know, boys and girls, as Anthony is cooking up these eggs and he's watering them down, you know, the government is nothing more than a bunch of old people telling us what to do. <laughs> How are those eggs doing? The eggs are just about done, Johnny. Oh my gosh. Okay, let's play them. Let's try them. Let's try them. Let's plate them up. Plate them up. Okay, I'm gonna stick my fork in here. This is, uh. I'm just gonna grab some water. Could have used some cream. Yeah, cream is good. But you know what? They're not very good. But they're not bad. They're not terrible. They're not terrible. But you know what? I think if we get used to these things. Just normalize we, it. Normalize we, we it. We could. That's a good word. We, we could normalize, normalize it. Normalize that these eggs don't really taste very good, but we're gonna eat them we anyway. We could swallow this big pill of eggs. Just shove the eggs down. Just swallow them. Just whole. swallow them whole. I mean, if you're okay with accepting what the eggs taste like now, is that something you're willing to accept? Is that something you're willing to accept every single day of your life? These eggs that taste less than average. Oh, uh, sorry, uh, I was just tying a noose to hang myself. Got it. <laughs> Anthony, you are a crack-up. Wait a minute. <laughs> just like the eggs. <laughs> just like the eggs. <laughs> hey, guys, thanks for coming out there. <laughs> that was a Keep great. Cooking thanks for cooking with, with DJ, us. Johnny, oh, Jock, and Anthony. Great. Anthony, please, I'm trying to talk. <laughs> These eggs are awful.